Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is a show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with you every single week, bringing the heat on uh, Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitter every Wednesday from 1 to 3 p.m., joined in the second hour by our good friend Macy Cole at Axis Yoga Studio. Kevin and I, the first hour, are going to dive into some conversations and thoughts here to encourage you guys uh, to live your faith between Sundays. That's really what this is about. It's about waking up uh, your faith and, and discovering who you are, then living that out in the world. We want to facilitate that with conversation. Uh, feel free to, in the comments below, let us know where you're listening from. Any questions that come up, uh, certainly want to want to address those. Uh, we'll also be restreaming on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM, WFBT, every Sunday from 12 to 2. Before we jump into the show today, I want to give a quick shout-out to our partners, one of those being Chris Riley, our good friend over at Fountain Financial Associates, Chris and his team there, uh, providing clients and their families a better life and keeping promises for more than 20 years. If you're looking for any financial um, uh, counsel, uh, feel free to give Chris and his team a call, 910-256-8882. Also, the Honeycut Group is a family-owned insurance agency here in Wilmington, insurance broker, home auto life, any insurance needs, give Chad and his team a call, uh, 910-338. One seven seven three. Many thanks to our corporate partners. Kev, happy Wednesday, bud. Yeah, yeah. Back at you. Uh, I guess today we want to get into uh, the the concept of, uh, or maybe the subtle difference between frustration and worry, mm. uh, and and just uh, make some distinctions and how that's applied, and and uh, you know, especially in between Sundays in the sure. workplace. Yeah, I think I think that uh, we're naive to think that frustrations won't come, right? Uh, but if we're not careful, those frustrations can kind of begin to become our identity, become kind of how we navigate. They turn into worry, and we live underneath this cloud, you know, of negativity. It robs us of joy. And, and we see this because we walk with people mm-hmm. often sure. who kind of live in this place of stress, frustration, mm-hmm. tension, um, you know, that's where cancer cells thrive and fear thrives. It's not healthy, so we've got to move beyond it. Yeah, well, there's a good side to frustration, and I think that's the sort of the point of what uh, you know, I'm trying to dig into a little bit today. So we, we you know, we, we have a portable faith community. We send out uh, daily texts five days a week, and uh, they're uh, nuggets to, to help people you know, meditate and uh, be able to do it anywhere at any point and, uh, and make faith portable. So in, 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 <clears throat> along those lines, uh, one of the ones we sent out, uh, I guess, I don't know if it was last week, but uh, it's called Vocation Frustration. So this is the good side of it. Uh, this isn't the worry side. But uh, it, it, God doesn't reduce our identity to how we make a living. He reduces how we make a living or our satisfaction with it, so we'll begin to see our identity. So that's that's the idea. Um, it's not about uh, uh, you know losing or or, or missing your your calling. Uh, it, it, it's it's not about uh, uh, it, it 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 the idea that God will move you uh, shift. Uh, 
your your context a little bit to get you, and, and it may hurt a little bit to get you to see who you are. Sure. So that's uh, that's kind of the point. Unless we become frustrated enough to step into who we are, we will always be striving for purpose that seems or is just out of reach. So he will help you by discipline, I guess. Yeah. And uh, in the workplace, a lot of people think their vocation is their identity. So you can speak to that as much as you. So a lot of, a a lot of, um, I think, I think the point is, is that to see uh, the positive side of frustration and begin to tap into where it's coming from rather than just write it off as a mistake or rather letting it become something that it wasn't intended to be. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, in other words, you, you can't live in worry, but you can have healthy frustration sure. and you need to actually. Sure. So if you want to, if you, if you, if you're going to settle into frustration, uh, that becomes worry. Uh, it, 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 there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a moment of frustration. And, uh, and, but within that, uh, what's, what does it do for you? Well, it, it helps you, uh, begin to recognize that uh, your environment uh, is not your identity. And so if your vocation is something that you're calling who you are, you know, you, you may own a bakery, uh, but you, uh, you, you, may, uh, you may be a business person, an entrepreneur, and not a baker. Or you may be a baker and you, you don't have any business owning a bakery. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot there. But the point is, is, is that uh, uh, God doesn't reduce us down to that. Sure. And sometimes it takes frustration for us to see that we're bigger than, than our vocation. Does that yeah. make sense? No, absolutely. I think, I think to the, the point of clarity uh, for those that are tuning in and listening here is that so many people come to us with frustrations about where they are. And so you're coming back and saying, listen, that's a good thing because what God's doing in it is trying to teach you something. If you'll be humble enough to yield to it mm-hmm. instead of just being like, oh, well, I'm just frustrated. And here's what it, here's, here's me, Kevin. You know, I, um, a good a buddy of mine, a member of our community here said, man, this is something that so many people in my industry wrestle with. Mm-hmm. And and I've been in the professional field for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And you go to these meetings and you talk to your peers and coworkers and everybody comes out with this thing of like, yeah, man, just living a dream. You know, I'm just, right. uh, you know, whatever. And, and, and they kind of like right. reduce themselves and their life down to this like slavery mentality right. of having to work away and it's funny because I've had some people step to me lately with, um, you know, Matt, you left your career to go and pursue what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, heard, I had somebody actually today say, well, you got to make money. You know what I mean? You got to make money. Right. And so so I think we have to get honest about the motives that are kind of driving these frustrations and pause for long enough to, to, to bring them across truth. And that's just something I don't feel like a lot of people are willing to do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> saying that you got to put beans on the table is uh... – really calling yourself God. <laughs> and, and you know, people may not like that, but God's name is Jireh, not ours, Jehovah Jireh. He's the provider. So when we take on that role, then uh, we are, uh, you know, we're, we're taking on something we don't need to. We're not the provider. We, we bear fruit. We're vessels. We're conduits. we got to get that straight. Only one thing glorifies God, and that's surrender, uh, but but that kind of striving and commitment glorifies us, and we think, you know, somehow it, it doesn't, but it does. Yeah. How did you learn this? <laughs> well, 
it's it i mean over a lifetime yeah uh, you know it helps to be 52 years old and uh have been through just a lifetime probably two lifetimes worth of experience so as you were navigating business ownership you were in sales you had your marketing company and stuff how did you feel this then yeah yeah <laughs> i mean uh I think, uh, you know, my book has a, a chapter that uh, talks about being nudged and uh, and God will nudge you and nudge you and nudge you. And if you don't listen to it, he'll shove you, especially if there's a big call on your life and, and big just meaning uh, timely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's important. Uh, so so he'll give us all a window depending on the time frame. Uh, mine happened to be hurry up. You're, you're taking too long. Right. So get on with it. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, we have to become, uh, dissatisfied with calling ourselves a this or a that. Right. Uh, if, unless we're free in that, I mean, some people think that, you know, Hey, what I do is who I am. I love it every day. That's great. Mm-hmm. But most people aren't like that. Yeah. Most people are, I got, yeah, but I got to do it, mm-hmm. and uh, that's uh, that's really a form of that. That begins to get into the idea of worry, which we can talk about uh, coming up. Yeah, I think the I think the the honest point is is if you feel frustration over um, your your career path or where you are in your life, I think a lot of Christians, especially, fall into well, it says to be content, so I'm just going to sit here and be content. Yeah. You know, and and so it's a really interesting dance for us to say, hey, you know, I feel discontentment, you know, I feel frustration, so I'm going to pause and I'm going to let that sit, you know, kind of against what God says and and press into it for real rather than just kind of groveling on in that state for 30 years of their life. Yeah. Well, I guess we're, uh, we're, we're, we don't want to get too deep into it uh, since we'll we'll be coming back here in a minute, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll jump into the worry side of it. Uh, the unhealthy side of it yeah. here in a second. Yeah, if, if, you, if you're if you not willing to wrestle with the frustration, it takes root, and uh, that's what we want to help prevent. Uh, guys, you are watching and listening to Wake Up Our Fate. Uh, we're here every single Wednesday with this live streaming show to help you bridge the gap between Sundays in your life. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams. Uh, we're going to take a short break uh, for our, our partners or our, our uh, for the big talker here, and then we'll be back right after this. Hey, this is Matt Ham, one of the co-founders of Uprint, and I wanted to let you know about the Portable Faith Community. Wake Up My Faith is a content-rich, portable community that helps you effectively live out your faith on a daily basis. By removing the common obstacles of too little time and missed opportunity, the Uprint team now makes it incredibly simple to wake up your faith each day in a high-quality way. We offer three membership options to help you get plugged in right where you are, as well as high-quality courses and one-to-one mentoring. Go to wakeupmyfaith.com to learn more. That's www.wakeupmyfaith.com. Hello, and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization right here in Wilmington, North Carolina, coming to you live from the Standard Glass Studios at Wilmington's Big Talker 
FM. This show is made possible by our corporate partners. We want to recognize them and thank them and encourage you guys to check these folks out. These are folks we believe in. Uh, we do business with a lot of these people and uh, really believe in kind of the cultures that they're building here uh, in our community and beyond. Uh, one of those being Freeman Landscaping. They're the largest privately owned landscaping and irrigation company in eastern North Carolina. Been in business since 1992. Family owned and operated both residential and commercial. If you have any landscaping needs, give them a call, 910-796-1166. And also Chris Hutchins with Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. More than 20 years' experience in the mortgage business. Whether you're refinancing, purchasing a home, or just need some general advice on your mortgage, feel free to call Chris and his team at 910-344-0304. Kevin, today uh, we're talking about this big topic of uh, frustration specifically as it relates to kind of our vocation and and where we kind of are and 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 how we begin to wrestle with frustration mm-hmm. so that it doesn't become this sense of worry mm-hmm. and you know during the break I'm I'm remembering back to uh, 5 years ago when I really felt like God first put his call on my life and started to step into this mm-hmm. and I'm I'm trying to press into what that looks like and yet still running the my insurance agency raising four kids and you know I'm having these panic attacks where I'm having to like get oils and rub them on my head and like sit in a hot bath and I'm having to like slow my breathing and did it work waking up? No, you know, it, it, uh, it helps calm you for a moment. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that, you know, you have to get honest about right. what's underneath it. Right. You have to tap into God for real. Yeah. You have to lay it down and surrender. Mm-hmm. And I remember one moment vividly. I mean, this is after we had met, we're trying to grow you print. I'm thinking, God, how are you going to do this? There's that frustration, right? And it was settling into stress. Mm-hmm. And and I just remember one morning at like 1.30 a.m., you know, just literally having it all out on the floor with God and just saying, like, take it. Like, for real, take it. You know, I got nothing. And, uh, and, and I really feel like, you know, I just want people to know that this is real. This is something that, you know, we've all walked through in some yeah. regards. So it's coming from experience. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, well, it, it's it's dishonest to to act like it doesn't exist and, and, uh, and just try to sweep it under the rug. I mean, we, we've got to deal with it. And, and I think we, we, it's like fighting our way out of a paper bag. We, we, you know, we, what we don't realize is God's carrying the bag. Uh, so we're trying to get out of it and fight and, and all that. So we try to try to do that in different ways. Uh, but, uh, uh, cutting back, you know, to what's healthy about that? Well, it's healthy to be it, to face it, to be honest about it, to say, "Look, this this really stinks. This is a difficulty, uh, and uh, I, I'm I'm struggling with it. Uh, it's not good to act like it, everything's okay. It it is good to admit that. And what's not good is to dwell on that, to stay in that. Yes. And so, uh, you know, the the difference is. Uh, turning your your old perceptions into a better perspective, so that's uh, you know God's slow and deep, the devil's shallow and fast. So we we take take time with grace and, and are able to look at things from God's perspective when we take time to do that. Can't do that in an instant, mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, you know we try different things until we learn, and that's what the nudge was for me. I mentioned it last segment. God would nudge me, nudge me, nudge me, nudge me. You know, I knew I needed to be uh, doing something different with my life. Um, but uh, I was making a lot of money. <laughs> so, you know, how can you tell your your wife that, you know, you're going to 
walk away from multiple six figure income and, you know, plenty of investment to, you know, making a country church preacher salary. And this is in the nineties. So, you know, this is, uh, all the way up until the mid early two thousands. And so that goes on and on and on until 2008. And that, that's a shove for me. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, the point is, is to deal with it head on, be honest about it and, uh, and, and filter it, but, but, uh, start to, to regain your composure by taking on God's perspective. And that's exactly what David did in the Psalms. Mm. David said, Oh my soul, why are thee downcast? David's talking to his soul and he needs time to do that. And, uh, so that's our example. Um, uh, but, but God will use that to show you who you are rather than us trying to box ourselves back down into, uh, well, this is what I'm imprisoned with. You know, are you, were you imprisoned to be an insurance guy? Uh, you know, and I've done, a, I don't know how many jobs I've done tons. So, you know, they, it, I, a few of them I walked away from, you know, a few of them, it took a long time, but, uh, none of it was my identity. So, so what's the process for folks? So folks that are, that are out there, they're kind of feeling frustration, you know, they mm-hmm. wake up and they're like, ah, Monday again, I got to go back to this right. thing. I'm having to deal with people, people that are watching, listening, they feel this frustration in their own lives. Right. What do they do with it? How do they begin to navigate the process? What, what is, where does it start for you in your eyes? <clears throat> well, you have to, you have to, uh, begin to tap into the desires of your heart instead of pushing them aside. Mm. And, uh, that's a big thing, but, uh, you know, you end up wasting your life if you don't pursue this and, uh, God gives you a vision for who you are and it's connected with other people's visions and it's all his vision. So, you know, these are just normal things we talk about, but, uh, you know, I think as far as uh, the vo- idea of vocation frustration, uh, we have to just just take that first step and uh, step into it and say, yes, this is not me, and uh, I'm getting sick of it. And it, it, that at some point will reach a tipping point or a critical mass, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll stop striving for purpose. And when we stop striving for it, it's right there in front of us. It's, mm. it, when we when we push for it then it remains just out of reach. I mean, it's carrot and stick from the enemy. Yeah. So. You know, one of the things that uh, that commonly see, which is frustrating for me, is it tends to be that people don't kind of reach out to us or engage in this until they're either really, really hungry, right. which is rare, right, <laughs> or really, really hurt. Yeah. You know? And, mm-hmm. and so I, I think one of the things to kind of recognize here is, like, it doesn't have to be that way. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be pain induced. Often it takes pain for people to like wake up and go, Oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. You know, um, I, I was preaching this weekend at the small, <laughs> small country church uh-huh. and man, it, it speaks so much to who we are. And we've talked about this on the show before. Mm-hmm. One of the p- most powerful things that you've ever told me is, you know, man, a life of regret mm-hmm. is more painful than a life of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Right, sure. the pain of regret is greater than the pain of mistakes. Well, you have to suffer. We're called to it. People don't like that. But you, it's better to suffer pain of discipline than the pain of regret. Yeah, regret is it, it doesn't go away. Yeah, and I, I, but I'm outside the small country church, walking through this, uh, you know, tombstones, and one of the tombstones was Old Ham, <laughs> O L D H A M, 
And man, as God used it to just kick me in my gut. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey man, you're gonna be in there one day. Yeah. Do you want to enter your grave with regret? <laughs> sure. And I think that's that question that you have to ask your, of yourself if you want to get on with living your life. Right. Do you want to enter your grave with regret? Right. Yeah. No, it's a good good uh, reflection. Uh, so, you know, if if you it, it, so the flip side of this, if you don't allow that frustration to be a good spark, it, if you don't follow the nudge, uh, and look, you don't have to quit your job. It's right. not saying that. It's saying start stepping into uh, the things that God's put on your heart, and you do it gently. You know, I told you, I said, what, what's your favorite fruit? You said strawberries. <laughs> so, well, you know, we got we to gotta start planting strawberries over here on the right side of the, of the field. Yes. And uh, once you've done that, you know, when, when you're ready, you can step into that. So it's not about being reckless, um, but it's allowing that restlessness to unseat uh, a false identity. Yeah, and uh, it God is so loving and good, and and uh, uh, He's a good Father, so He will allow that to go on uh, until we make that co-laboring uh, surrender to Him and yeah. follow Him instead. Absolutely. So, yeah. I, I think I think I want to recap on that real quick, mm-hmm. just to to make sure that folks got this. Is that you know, as Kevin's saying about strawberries in the field, like. If you're doing something right now that frustrates you and you don't like it, what do you like? What mm-hmm. do you like? Yeah. Start doing it a little bit. Right. right? Stop right. waiting on the magic day. Start doing a little bit. Right. It, it otherwise complaint takes over and uh, yeah, that that turns it into something. Well, I could have done it back when I was thirty. Right. You you settle into something, and that's what we need to get into. Yeah. We got two more segments to to dive into this. Uh, We appreciate you guys jumping in today. You're listening to and watching Wake Up Our Faith. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, the co-founders of Uprint. Want to let you know um, one of the things that we've created, Kevin, is to help people kind of awaken this hope and encouragement. Yeah, is the Portable Faith Community, Uh, guys. Every single morning, five thirty a.m. Powerful faith thoughts to help you unpack this, step into who you are, and wake up to the goodness of God each and every morning. Uh, WakeUpMyFaith.com. You guys check it out for less than a few cups of coffee uh, each month. We'll be back for more right after this. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well-being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest-growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings, and we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. We are live from the Standard Glass Studios here at Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM WFBT. Shout out to Nick Craig, uh, helping us produce the show today. And uh, getting everything set up, we come to you every Wednesday live streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter uh, from 1 to 3 p.m. And then again on Sundays on Wilmington's Big Talker from 12 to 2. Uh, Appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Feel free to comment. Let us know where you're listening from. Today we're talking about vocation frustration. 
which is a fantastic uh, thought that we're going to press more into. Before we do, want to recognize our corporate partners. Uh, Southern Bank is our exclusive banking partner. They're the bank of better business, serving Eastern North Carolina since 1901. Um, I, I just heard, Kevin, they're actually getting ready to turn their office here in Mayfair into an official branch, uh, which will be great for deposits yeah, and stuff. So they're absolutely. growing, expanding. We appreciate them being a part of that. Uh, Leon Pruzon, Lenny Smith, and Paul McCumbie. Uh, if you're looking for a, a bank, feel free to give them a shout, 910-256-3657. And we also want to recognize Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington, ptservicesofwilmington.com. More than 100 years of experience among the staff there. New offices up near Porter's Neck, Porter's Neck Road, kind of behind the new Chick-fil-A up there. Been serving southeastern North Carolina since 1983, family-owned and operated. Feel free to give them a call, 910-763-8200. Eight six, uh, Kevin talking about vocation frustration today, and uh, what we're getting into now is that I think frustration is healthy. It's good. God's trying to teach you and tell you something in it if you'll yield to it. Um, the challenge is uh, it can settle into a negative form of frustration, and that's what we want to be aware of because we don't want to live in that place. Right. Yeah. So another another uh, one of the our texts uh, that we sent out. Uh, just the other day, um, <clears throat> kind of connects the two ideas. Uh, you know, one is is positive. Uh, frustration can be a good energy to help you uh, unearth or or be unseated from a false identity. Uh, but it, but it, it it's not something you can live in or dwell on. If you do it, it turns into something else, and that is. Uh, how it connects to this. So I'll just read it. Accepting yourself as, quote-unquote, just a worrier. You know, some people call themselves, well, I'm just a worrier. Uh, I know a lot of people could name a bunch of them that say that, and, and some people won't say it, but they believe it still. So anyway, accepting yourself as just a worrier is is an act of self-indulgence, not humility. I think sometimes we think, oh, it's sacrificial, it's it's humble, uh, it's not. It's an act of self-indulgence. So don't accept that. So anyway, continuing the thought. Uh, so worry is nothing but a stealthy form of arrogance, uh, an ongoing debate with yourself that you may actually be more merciful than God. So worry is a debate between you, between your heart or your spirit and your mind, that you may be more merciful than God. Uh, you know, it's a deep thought. Expand on that a little bit. More merciful than God. What do you mean there? Well, you're if you're leaning upon your own understanding and you're fighting over that with God, that's what worry is. Okay. And uh, so either you trust his mercy over your life. Okay. What is worry about? Worry isn't about, man, I just went to the football game or I just got to do something I want or love. What is worry? Uh, what's the? Why do we? What do we worry over? Yeah. Do we worry over? I just ate a steak and got you know hundred bucks. I mean, no. We <laughs> worry over negative things, or apparently. Sure. So if you uh, feel like your way is the best, then then that that becomes you're you're actually telling God, look, I'm more merciful than you are. Yeah. Or is smarter. It, it, is that a, is that a way to look at it as well? I mean, I'm just I'm trying to unpack it because, like, for me, well, worry doesn't it, it doesn't beg for intelligence. It it begs for mercy. So yeah, I mean, okay. obviously you could say that, and and uh, 
you know, as as I write these things, there's lots of different thoughts that go into it. But but uh, to me, mercy is the is the bigger thing because worry uh, goes after relief, uh, and when it should be going after peace. Mm. So it begs for mercy. But uh, to to engage worry and continue in it, what you're asking for is not to be brighter or saying that you're brighter, although you could say that. But I think the 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 the, the posture of your heart is please help me, please help me, um, but I'm going to keep doing this because I just don't trust that your version of mercy, because you're allowing this to go on, and I could talk for an hour about this. D- does it make sense, though, Yeah, yeah. why well, I, I use the word mercy? Absolutely. I want to continue okay. on because I think a lot of people go, what's mercy? I, I mean, I don't know. I, well, what is mercy? It's a big, big thought. To me, mercy is unmerited um, grace, favor. Um, that's the way I see mercy is mm-hmm. it's it's favor, um, God's favor, His 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 favor upon your life that you can't earn. Well, it, we can give mercy to each other, can we not? Yeah, we can. Well, yeah, I mean, so you know, have mercy or or the mercy of the court or you know, it's not the thing in the thermometer, right? That's mercury. Uh, just uh, a joke there, but uh, yeah, it's it, we are. Uh, we're making ourselves out to be in our way. Uh, we are supplying our own version of mercy by by being uh, dwelling on something rather than trusting that God will, in His mercy, deliver us. Right. So that yeah. that's why that word. Uh, but you could certainly make it intelligence. If you well, it to. taps into me this this own understanding concept, which is huge. Right. And this is the crossroads. You are either resting in your own understanding or you're resting in God's provision and his and his so forth. Well, leaning upon your own understanding isn't necessarily worry. Okay. So there is a difference there. You can lean on your own understanding all day long and not worry at all. You may just think you, you've got the answer and you're excited about it. Uh, worry is different. Yeah. Worry is uh, cancerous. It eats away at us. And, uh, again, it... it it, it begs for mercy, but it, it because uh, you know we we think that uh, this is going to bring that you know it if I were you know you, you you've heard the saying misery loves company yes so w- what is that it's about pity mm. it's about it's an indulgence it's 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 not humility yeah well I, I totally get the the idea that worry and anxiety are in fact arrogant. Mm-hmm. They're completely self-indulged, self-focused, and 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 it's almost like some people give themselves the right to be a worrier. That's what you're essentially saying in in, in yeah. kind of my brain. Right. And you can't live that way. Like if you right. just say, "Oh well, I'm just a worrier," "Oh well, I'm just," you're, you're basically just saying that you know I'm I'm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you can picture someone you know. Probably we all do, and we've even been in that position. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I don't think people mean to do it, but uh, it's it's really uh, not a good thing. I mean, it's it's seriously uh, uh, putting yourself in God's shoes instead of allowing Him to give you the uh, the peace and the comfort uh, His way. Um, we're trying to take it from Him, in other words, because we know better. So, uh, but uh, use the word mercy for uh, a reason. Uh, it. it Looking for something that uh, uh, is is to give us uh, relief or mm-hmm. comfort. So.
So that's why mercy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's an ongoing debate with yourself that you may actually be more merciful than God. That was sort of the the uh, the meat of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we can see it that way, you know, we can. It, we go back to frustration. We can begin to uh, understand that there's a good uh, that there's a good energy there that helps unearth something, but uh, it, it can spiral out of control, and then it becomes and it settles into and toxic. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, I'm just this. Oh, I'm just stuck here. Oh, this is just who I am. And you're prophesying uh, death. failure, death, uh, sickness, uh, false identity over mm-hmm. your life. And if you settle into that, then uh, you know, then you you're, you are wasting your life. Yeah, I think we've unpacked this this really profound and powerful thing as we've navigated the conversation. Is that frustration is good if it is brought under reverence for what God's doing you know, mm-hmm. his truth. Um, and, and if, if we're unwilling to do that, it will often become anxiety and, and literally cancer, cancerous and choke off everything in our life. Yeah. Don't avoid frustration, avoid the, uh, living in it and, mm. and allowing it to, to, uh, become, uh, worry. Yeah. No, that's powerful. And I, and I know we're going to jump into in the, the final segment here about, you know, some process and some practices that folks can kind of begin to dive into mm-hmm. to turn this thing on its head right. so that we don't create this uh, this toxic soil for, you know, our lives right. where nothing seems to grow and we just want to kind of bring everybody down into the pits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because right. that, ain't, uh, that ain't what it's about. God's in a good mood, as we say. Uh, guys, you're watching and listening to Wake Up Our Faith Right here on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM, Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, co-founders of Uprint Faith and Personal Development. You can check out more at uprint.life. That's Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E. Be right back. Uprint was built around the idea that everyone matters, and that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given Uprint. Think of it this way. God wants to leave his fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, Uprint is for you. Go to www.uprint.life to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with you every single Wednesday, live streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, I want to encourage you guys to share this out in your communities. If the conversation is helpful to you, if you're getting something from it, uh, we want to continue to invite folks into this. You know, Our heart is to help people wake up to who they are, who God's created them to be, live that out in the world. That's the greatest form of evangelism there is, is to be who God created you to be, let him out in the world. And uh, we talk about topics that help you do that. Uh, help you slow down, help you process through to dive a little bit underneath the surface, right? 
if you're diving for treasures in the ocean, you got to go deep, you know, you got to get underneath the surface. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we do. Um, and, uh, love doing it with you guys, uh, coming to you live from the standard glass studios. As always, uh, want to give a shout out to our corporate partners. One of those being Dr. Greg Veeman and his ministry, everlasting strength. He's also at Seacoast Skin Surgery. Uh, make sure you give them a call if you have any needs in that regard, 910-256-2100. And also Century 21 Swoyer & Associates, our exclusive real estate partner. Uh, more than 30 years, a family-owned and operated real estate organization right here in southeastern North Carolina. Uh, one of the top Century 21 agencies in the in the East, certainly uh, in the United States as well. 910 one. So, Kevin, talking about vocation frustration, the mm-hmm. difference between frustration and letting it become worry, letting mm-hmm. it manifest itself into stress, um, anxiety, and just kind of eat us to pieces. Um, so, so as we kind of navigate this, you know, what's on the back end of this for folks who have slowed down and kind of started to process through it? Yeah, well, uh, frustration uh, can can become a form of uh, or or an end result of, of discipline. It's a recognition that God's up to something good, uh, and so it, it's uh, it's not a place to dwell, but it, it, it's a it's a, it's like the starting gun in a race, and uh, you know we we wouldn't want to hear that every step we took in that race, uh, you know, hundred meters or whatever. So, uh, but it, it's a great way to get us off the blocks. So frustration is good, uh, but uh, if if we uh, linger in that then it, it, it rots. It's just like fruit. I mean, fruit is sweet for a moment, uh, and it's beautiful, and it, it, it's perfect. Um, but uh, if you let it sit there too long, it ferments mm. uh, and rots. That's a great picture. falls to the ground. And we're fruit bearers, yeah. you know, not fruit producers. So we, we've got to bear that fruit and, uh, and grab it at just the right time. So it is about timing. Yeah, I got some rotten fruit, man. <laughs> I, yeah. had, I just had two years, man, where I lived in this anxious state. And it was something, but I had never, ever, ever struggled with it before. Mm. And, you know, and, and like you said in the last segment, man, you just start to realize that you're completely self-indulgent, you know, to to start living from this place. Like, oh, I'm worried today. I'm stressed about this. And, right. you know, man, you just, you, you've got to be willing to let God do his work uh, to purify that right. stuff out. So how does that process begin uh, for folks who might find themselves in that in that situation? Well, a couple of things. Um, I mean, there's a lot. Uh, that's what mentoring is is for yeah, right. uh, discipleship, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's it's to it's to help you overcome strongholds so that you can clearly hear from God, and then to be able to uh, uh, step in with courage and partnership uh, to walk together. And uh, then what what happens is, and I just even hearing yesterday from one of our clients, just like over and over again. Uh, Every week, every other week, there's this paradigm, uh, uh, renewal. Uh, uh, it's a, a different perspective. Yes, you know, I, well, I used to just believe that there is a God. Now I believe he loves me. Now I actually believe there's a call in my life. Actually, now, this week, I'm starting to see that geography matters, timing matters. You start, so you go down this, it, it, it's a, a powerful thing. That's and, growth. and it, Yeah, it is. And uh, so anyway. That's the trajectory of it. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's important. I mean, not to cut you off there. I think people need to understand that it is a process. It is a trajectory, right? Right. So a couple nuggets aren't gonna aren't gonna <laughs> yeah. aren't gonna do it because it's a big thing. 
but we provide that uh, just to get you uh, excited about it and, and help. So, uh, but but anyway, so yeah, the first thing you do when you have this uh, moment of frustration or you begin to feel like, yeah, I just don't want to do this with my life. This isn't me. Those are good signs, right? So what God's trying to do is to is to get you to consider the context of your life and uh, that it's bigger than that. And so the way I remember that and the way I teach people is um, um, look at it this way. You know, God's saying there is a vacancy in history with your name on it. Mm. So if you can see it that way, uh, you'll be more led to uh, trust God and to engage that idea. We have to take these ideas into our heart and feel them. God says take the word into your inmost part. It's just another way of saying God says, uh, you know, there is room in the end of heaven for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, God didn't didn't make us on accident, and he he didn't do it inefficiently, and he didn't do it uh, out of anger or, uh, you know, to have a play thing. He did it uh, because he wants us to be vessels for him. And so, yes, it's about eternity, but it's also about right now. So, in that, we have to we have to um, honor that and be obedient to that, and you know. Uh, your gift will make room before kings for you. So we we say, look, we kind of tease and say, you know, in Proverbs, we are the lizards in kings' palaces because God's opening those doors up. But how does all that work? <laughs> you have to begin to consider your context. If, if you feel small or like it, you, you can't do it, that's probably true, right? Yeah. But God will do it. So mm-hmm. you got to pay attention to what's in your heart, uh, the, those desires. But starts by seeing that there is a vacancy in history, with your name on it. Jump into it. Jump into it, even if it's with your big toe. Sure. Start to do that. Start. That's your strawberry field we were talking about earlier. Yes. You don't have to be reckless, but start doing it. Yeah. And that honors God. Well, I mean— He'll provide. You know, man, this isn't—I'm not trying to make this a me thing, certainly. I'm just sharing from context, you know, and I know you've walked through this as well, but I remember five years ago, I felt like I had to go. And specifically, mm-hmm. God's saying, no, stay. Sure. And in the staying, God still needs to prepare you for things yeah. that you don't understand. So take joy right. in the fact of the struggle and the pain because sure. he's preparing you in that perfect little moldable right. shape to fit right into that place. Right, right. Yeah, You. It, it, the frustration part is about your attitude. It, it's not about uh, just taking a, a crazy leap. Um, it, it's about changing your attitude and mm. focusing on God. So, you know, uh, I guess we, we've got a, a few more minutes here. But yeah. um, so first thing is consider the context of your life. Double-check this thing. Look at it again and remember that God did it, uh, made you on purpose. Uh, and that, But that's cliche now. So look at it a little bit differently. Uh, you know, remember that there is a place in history and it is vacant without you. That is your God loving on you, telling you, I, I, I want to use you to bless other people, and I've built you to do that. Yes. So if you can accept that, uh, the other side of this too, or or maybe another step in this, is when, you're, when you have gotten to that place of ultra or hyper frustration where you just uh, begin to settle in to, that's just my life, it's just who I am, got to put beans on the table, yeah, but this, yeah, but that. Then you're you're defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that goes back to the idea that uh, it's self indulgent, it's arrogance. It seems humble and sacrificial and noble, but it's really not. 
because God didn't put that on you. So the remedy for that is to, to and you have to grab hold of this, but stop looking at anxiety or stop accepting anxiety as just a part of your life yeah. or who you are. Yeah, don't prophecy that over your life. Right, and start practicing anticipation, uh, peaceful mm. anticipation. So if you think this through a second, take anxiety, you know how it feels, and flip it over and turn it into anticipation. Mm. So, so you, they're similar. They yeah. look very similar, but one is excited. One is that's Hopeful. right. One is that's right. One's childlike. Mm. The other Child formal is childish. Yeah. So you know, I love that. The back seat kid in the back seat on vacation complaining is one thing. A kid in the back seat eager to get there and excited about it is another. Oh man, this is big. I, we, got, we got another hour. We, we, we'll, we'll get. There's plenty more here. This is so. I have a. I have this picture of a rock, Kevin. And on one side, it's anxiety. And when you flip it over, it says anticipation. And I just, I have this picture of my own mm. self. Okay. When, I, when I get a picture of anxiety in my heart, mm. flip the rock over and remember that anticipation is on the other side. That's the hopeful angle. That's the considerate joy. Uh-huh. That's the process of faith. Huh. Well, yeah, n- never never saw that on a rock, but uh, I'm glad someone put it on there. No, I, I, they haven't. We need to. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I just had a picture. Oh, I got you. <laughs> We'll there make you anxiety yeah. rocks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Okie doke. Uh, oh, man. Well, any thoughts? We'll wrap it up, man. We're going to jump in the second hour. Yeah, well, just remember frustration can be good. Worry is not. And, uh, you know, trust God. He loves you. Yeah. Amen. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Wake Up Our Faith. First hour is in a close here. We're going to have Macy Cole with Access Yoga Studio join us here for a second hour. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> 